in our quest to decipher the universe's riddles and use its knowledge to transform our world, humanity has developed a myriad of intellectual tools. Yet few are as potent or versatile as the language of calculus. Developed in the late 17th century by Sir Isaac Newton and Gottfried Wilhelm Leibniz independently, yet almost simultaneously, calculus has emerged as a key to unlocking secrets of the universe. It has since served as a pivotal force that propels our scientific, economic, technological and even philosophical understanding of the world. The birth of calculus was not merely an addition to the mathematical toolbox. It was a philosophical revolution. It marked the dawning of a new epoch where humankind could for the first time precisely articulate and grapple with the continuous, the infinite and the small. It brought under its domain the unfathomable celestial dynamics, the intricate subtleties of the physical world and the complex intertwined systems of economics, biology and much more. The world was no longer a static tableau to be viewed piece by piece. It was a vibrant, intricate balance of changing entities that the calculus allowed us to choreograph and comprehend. However, just as the universe is not merely a collection of isolated phenomena, calculus is not merely a set of isolated techniques. It is a philosophical outlook, a way of seeing and describing the world in terms of quantities and their rates of change of integrals and derivatives, of limits and infinitesimals. In providing the language for expressing change in motion, calculus offered a new lens to gaze upon reality, a lens that transcended the intuitive and ventured into the profoundly abstract. Yet this abstraction, rather than distancing us from reality, enabled us to grasp it more tightly, to describe, to predict and manipulate it with astounding precision. Yet, for all its power, calculus poses a paradox. Its principles, rooted in the everyday experience of growth, change and motion, are intuitively approachable. Yet their formalization into a robust mathematical framework has provided surprisingly elusive, a testament to the oft-hidden complexity between seemingly simple phenomena. We shall also peer into the tantalising future of calculus, as we stand on the cusp of the quantum era, grapple with the mysteries of the cosmos, and strive to comprehend the convoluted workings of complex systems and artificial intelligence. The language of calculus will continue to be our guide, a beacon illuminating our paths into the unknown. The question of whether calculus and mathematics in general is a human invention or discovery of the natural world is a long-standing philosophical debate, often rooted in the dichotomy between realism and anti-realism. In this context, we'll consider mathematics as a discovery and calculus as an invention to fit the theme of the podcast. Mathematics is often viewed as a discovery because it reveals universal truths that seem to exist independently of human beings. For example, the concept of numbers and their relationships, such as 2 plus 2 equals 4, seems to be a feature of the universe that we have discovered. In this view, mathematics is seen as a universal language 
that describe the patterns and structures inherent in the world around us. On the other hand, calculus can be thought as an invention because it's a mathematical tool that humans created to handle complex problems involving change in motion. While the principles it uses may be based on mathematical discoveries like limits and infinity, the way these principles are applied and the formal system built around them is a human invention. It's a framework we've devised to help us explore and understand the world in new ways. When Newton and Leibniz invented calculus, they didn't stumble upon it as a fully formed system waiting to be found. Instead, they crafted it as a solution to the problems they were trying to solve. They saw a need for a new mathematical language that could describe change in motion, and so they invented calculus to fill this need. This distinction between discovery and invention is a subtle one, and not all mathematicians or philosophers agree on it. Some see calculus as a discovery, arguing that its principles are inherent in the concept of change, which is a universal feature of reality. Others see all of mathematics, including calculus, as a human invention, arguing that mathematical concepts are human creations, even if they are inspired by patterns and structures we observe in the world. While this debate continues, it's clear that both discovery and invention are integral parts of the mathematical process. We discover the mathematical structures that exist in the world, and then we invent new mathematical tools and languages to better understand and explore these structures. Whether we see calculus as a discovery or invention, there's no denying its profound impact on our understanding of the world. Humanity's mathematical journey began thousands of years ago. The prehistoric man used simple counting systems, often based on fingers or stones, to keep track of food, members of the tribe, and time. From these humble beginnings, the seeds of mathematics were sown. By the time of the ancient civilizations, Sumerians, Egyptians, Indians, Chinese, Greeks, mathematics had blossomed into a structured system. The Sumerians and Egyptians pioneered arithmetic and geometry to support their architectural feats and administrative tasks. They built pyramids, calculated tax, and developed a calendar system with remarkable accuracy. Meanwhile, the ancient Indians invented the concept of zero and made significant contributions to algebra and trigonometry. The Chinese excelled in arithmetic, algebra, geometry, and created a mathematical text called The Nine Chapters on the Mathematical Art that served as a foundation for centuries. The ancient Greeks revolutionised mathematics by insisting on rigorous logical proofs. Pythagoras, Eusolid, Archimedes and other Greek mathematicians laid the groundwork for a significant part of modern mathematics. Eusolid's elements became one of the most influential textbooks ever written, where he presented a systematic approach to geometry and proved many fundamental theorems. During the medieval period, Arabic and Persian mathematicians played a pivotal role. They developed algebra and trigonometry to reach new heights and introduced Arabic numerals to the Western world. This numeral system, which we still use today, made calculations much more manageable and laid the foundation for the development of algebra. 
in Europe during the Middle Ages, mathematics was primarily used for practical purposes like architecture, commerce and astronomy. However, the Renaissance brought a renewed interest in pure mathematics and the Greek way of deductive reasoning. The age of discovery and the scientific revolution in the 16th and 17th centuries necessitated the development of new mathematical tools. Copernicus, Galileo, Kepler and others made discoveries that demanded a more precise understanding of motion and change. The concept of infinity, which had been considered since the ancient Greeks, was beginning to be understood in more depth. In the late 17th century, the groundwork laid down over the millennia led to one of the greatest breakthroughs in the history of mathematics, the invention of calculus. Mathematics as a theoretical construct has been instrumental in the growth and development of great civilizations throughout history. Not only has it provided the basis for practical applications like architecture, astronomy and trade, but it has also given birth to philosophical ideas that have significantly shaped society. Here are a few examples. Ancient Egypt the ancient Egyptians were pioneers in geometry, a branch of mathematics vital for several practical applications. Their sophisticated understanding of geometric principles was crucial for their architectural feats, such as the construction of the pyramids, which require a precise measurement and alignment. The use of mathematics extended to their administrative systems, where they used arithmetic to collect taxes efficiently. Furthermore, their understanding of the solar year was so precise that their calendar based on mathematical calculations was only off by a quarter of a day. Ancient Greece. The ancient Greeks, on the other hand, cherished mathematics for its theoretical and philosophical implications. They believed the universe's underlying structure could be understood through mathematics. This philosophy profoundly influenced Plato, who famously said, quote unquote, let no one ignorant of geometry enter here, and had it inscribed above his academy's entrance. Pythagoras and his followers held that numbers had mystical and divine properties, and they discovered many mathematical truths, such as the Pythagorean theorem. Islamic Golden Age. During the Islamic Golden Age, mathematics was appreciated for both its practical and philosophical value. Mathematicians like Al-Khwarizmi made significant contributions to algebra, which had immense practical applications in commerce and inheritance laws. The development of trigonometry was essential for precise astronomical observations, which had religious significance for determining prayer times and the direction of Mecca. Renaissance Europe The European Renaissance saw a renewed interest in the Greek way of deductive reasoning in mathematics. The period's thinkers, such as René Descartes and Isaac Newton, saw mathematics as a universal language, capable of describing nature's laws. This period witnessed the development of analytic geometry and calculus, tools that would prove essential for the forthcoming scientific revolution. Ancient India and China. Both these civilizations had a profound understanding of mathematics. Ancient Indians invented zero and the decimal system transforming the field of arithmetic. In China, the nine chapters on the mathematical art provided a wide range of practical and theoretical mathematical knowledge. 
as the 17th century began, mathematics stood as an intriguing juncture. Centuries of mathematical development across cultures and continents had laid the groundwork for a new era of innovation. By this time, some significant developments had paved the way for the emergence of calculus. Algebra. The Islamic Golden Age saw algebra's development into a discipline distinct from geometry, enabling the symbolic manipulation of equations. This was furthered in the Renaissance by Italian mathematicians like Geraldo Cardano and Nicolai Partaliga, who solved cubic and quadratic equations. Analytic geometry. René Descartes and Pierre de Fermat invented analytic geometry, a major breakthrough in the early 17th century. This new mathematical approach united algebra and geometry, providing a framework for studying geometric shapes used in algebraic equations. For the first time, curves could be represented as equations, and this provided the necessary precursor to developing calculus. Trigonometry Trigonometry had significantly advanced by the 17th century. Detailed trigonometric tables were now available, thanks to the efforts of astronomers needing to make precise calculations. The relationships among angles and sides in a triangle were well established, providing a crucial foundation for understanding rates of change and the behaviour of curves. The concept of infinity. The concept of infinity, although considered since ancient Greek times, began to take on more sophisticated forms. European mathematicians like John Wallace started to delve into the idea of infinitesimals, laying the groundwork for the concept of a limit, a critical foundation for calculus. Scientific revolution. The scientific revolution was gaining momentum, and new mathematical tools were needed to describe the physical world's phenomena. Galileo's study of motion, Kepler's law of planetary motion, and other scientific advancements created the need for a method to analyse change in motion. This demand from physics played a significant role in driving the development of calculus. Notions. New notations were introduced, making mathematics more streamlined and accessible. François Vietti developed a notation system for representing known and unknown quantities that greatly influenced algebra. In the mid-17th century, Thomas Harriot introduced symbols for less than and greater than. So, on the cusp of the invention of calculus, the world of mathematics was ripe for a revolution. The study of motion and change was becoming ever more critical in the natural sciences, and the mathematical tools to understand them thoroughly were on the horizon. Algebra, geometry and trigonometry had been developed considerably, and the concept of infinity was being explored in depth. The stage was set for Newton and Leibniz's game-changing invention. The simultaneous invention of calculus by Sir Isaac Newton and Gottfried Wilhelm Leibniz is a fascinating chapter in the history of mathematics and an illuminating case study of what sociologists of science call multiple discovery. Multiple discovery, or simultaneous invention, is the hypothesis that most scientific discoveries and inventions are made independently and more or less simultaneously by multiple scientists and inventors. In the case of calculus, both Newton and Leibniz were working on the problems that required mathematical methods to handle continuous change. Newton, a physicist, was trying to understand the laws of motion and gravity, while Leibniz was a philosopher and mathematician, 
and was interested in developing a universal language of science and a practical tool for scientists and engineers. The convergence of their work in calculus is not too surprising when considered in the broader context of the 17th century science. Both were working during the scientific revolution, a time of rapid advances in physics, astronomy and mathematics. The work of their predecessors, including Descartes and Fermat, provided the necessary foundations. However, the fact that they arrived at their conclusions independently is a testament to their genius and the broader scientific zeitgeist. They were in different countries with no direct communication, yet they developed strikingly similar ideas. This is often the case in science, as researchers, inspired and equipped by the progress in their field, often race towards the next big discovery, sometimes reaching it simultaneously. This simultaneous discovery led to a bitter dispute over who was the true inventor of calculus, known as the calculus controversy. This dispute, however, does not overshadow the fact that both Newton and Leibniz made significant contributions to calculus, each bringing unique insights and notations to the table. Today, both are recognised as co-creators of calculus, and their work has shaped mathematics, physics, and the wider world in ways that still reverberate today. Isaac Newton, an English physicist and mathematician, developed his version of calculus in the mid-1660s. However, his work wasn't published until decades later. His path to the discovery of calculus was largely motivated by his work in physics and astronomy. Newton was intrigued by the complex problems of motion. He wondered about the forces that kept the planets in their orbits around the sun and the force that causes an apple to fall from a tree to the ground. He sought to understand not just motion itself, but the rate at which motion changes. Newton realised that the mathematics of his time was insufficient to solve these problems. The geometric methods of the Greeks, the algebra of the Arabs, and the emerging field of trigonometry provided him with many tools, but not the ones he needed to calculate the rates of change instantaneously. His revolutionary insight was the concept of the limit. Imagine you are measuring the speed of a car at a particular instant. You could measure the distance to travel over a period, say, one hour, and that would give you the average speed. But what if you wanted the exact speed at a particular moment? Newton realised that to get the speed at a precise instant, you could make the time interval smaller and smaller. This approach led him to the concept of a derivative, which measures how a function changes at a particular point. Newton's method of fluxions, as he called it, involved the notion of quantities flowing and changing, and he visualised these processes in geometric terms. This was the foundation of what we now call differential calculus. Simultaneously, Newton developed the concept of integration, which is, in a sense, the reverse of differentiation. While differentiation involves finding rates of change, integration involves finding their total accumulation over time. His insight was that these two processes, while seemingly opposite, are intimately related, a principle now known as the fundamental theorem of calculus. Newton's development of calculus was largely utilitarian, serving his needs in physics and astronomy. As a result, he did not initially place a strong emphasis 
on rigorously proving his methods. He was more interested in whether they worked for his purposes. His Principia Mathematica, published in 1687, where he laid out his laws of motion and universal gravitation, heavily relied on his methods of calculus, although he expressed most of the work in geometric form. Thus, driven by the practical needs of his physical investigations, Newton developed and used calculus, providing the mathematical apparatus that would become a cornerstone in the edifice of modern science. Gottfried Wilhelm Leibniz, a German philosopher, logician and mathematician, developed his form of calculus independently of Isaac Newton, with the first published account appearing in 1684, almost a decade after Newton's development, but before Newton's work was published. Leibniz's journey to the discovery of calculus was quite different from Newton's. Leibniz was a polymath, with wide-ranging interests in philosophy, law, history, politics and linguistics, alongside mathematics. His motivation for developing calculus was not to solve specific physical problems, but to develop a universal language of science and a practical tool for engineers and scientists. Leibniz's approach to calculus was more algebraic and symbolic compared to Newton's geometric and physical approach. He introduced much of the notation we use in calculus today. For instance, he used a D to represent an infinitesimal piece of a line or a moment in time. And he used something that looks like an L as the summation of these infinitesimals, the symbol for integration, which he adapted from the long S of summa, the Latin word for sum. His notation highlighted the operation being performed and clarified the relationships between different quantities. This notation made calculus more accessible and easier to apply to a wide range of problems. Unlike Newton, who often worked in isolation, Leibniz corresponded widely with other scholars, spreading his ideas and notations across Europe. Like Newton, Leibniz discovered that differentiation and integration were inverse processes, a principle known as the fundamental theorem of calculus. He did not view this relationship as a mere coincidence, but as a profound link that revealed something essential about the nature of mathematical reality. While Leibniz faced criticism during his life, particularly during the bitter calculus controversy with Newton, his contributions to calculus and his notations have stood the test of time. His desire to create a universal mathematical language and his emphasis on notation's power have deeply influenced the development of mathematics and its widespread application across disciplines. The invention of calculus by Newton and Leibniz in the late 17th century had an immediate and profound impact on the world of mathematics and science. The development of this powerful new mathematical tool enabled scientists and mathematicians to make significant strides in many fields. Here are some ways in which the impact of their work was felt. Physics. Newton's work on calculus was intrinsically linked with his groundbreaking laws of motion and universal gravitation. The ability to calculate instantaneous rates of change and the accumulation of quantities enabled a precise understanding of the physical world. The application of calculus to physics was profound, explaining everything from the motion of planets to the dynamics of fluids. Astronomy. 
Johannes Kepler had empirically developed his laws of planetary motion. With calculus, these laws could now be derived from fundamental principles. Calculus allowed for more accurate predictions of planetary motion. And later, Edmund Halley, using Newton's method, successfully predicted the return of a comet, which is now named after him, mathematics. The immediate impact on mathematics was immense. Not only did calculus solve problems that had puzzled mathematicians for centuries, but it also led to the development of new branches of mathematics. Calculus paved the way for differential equations, real analysis and complex analysis. It provided mathematicians with a new language to express and explore mathematical concepts. Engineering. The methods of calculus found immediate applications in engineering problems. It was used to describe the motion of bodies under various forces, to calculate the stresses in a structure and to determine the most efficient shapes and paths. The principles of calculus are at the heart of many engineering feats, from the construction of bridges and tunnels to the design of engines and circuits. Communication and controversy. Leibniz's widespread communication with scholars across Europe helped spread the new mathematical technique. However, the fact that both Newton and Leibniz had developed calculus independently led to a fierce dispute over priority, known as the calculus controversy. This dispute had wide-ranging implications, slowing the acceptance and development of calculus in some quarters, particularly in England, where Newton's influence was paramount. Despite the controversy, by the early 18th century, calculus had been accepted as an indispensable tool of science and mathematics due to its unparalleled power to solve complex problems. It transformed the landscape of these fields and laid the groundwork for the major scientific advances that were to follow. The immediate impact of Newton and Leibniz's work was nothing short of a revolution, one that continues to shape our understanding of the world. The original invention of calculus by Isaac Newton and Gottfried Wilhelm Leibniz marked only the beginning of a profound and ongoing evolution. While they developed the basic framework and fundamental theorems, the theoretical development and application of calculus have expanded dramatically over the centuries. Here are some significant developments. Refinement and rigour. The 19th century witnessed a major movement to place calculus on a more rigorous footing. Although Newton and Leibniz's methods were highly effective, their treatment of infinitesimals was seen as lacking rigour. Mathematicians like Augustin Louis Cauchy, Karl Weisstrass, and Bernard Bolzano introduced the concept of a limit, which provided a more precise way to handle the notion of infinitesimals and infinites ultimately solidifying the foundation of calculus. Complex analysis. Once real calculus was understood better, mathematicians extended these ideas to complex numbers. This field known as complex analysis provides profound insights into the nature of mathematical functions. One of its central results, the Cauchy-Riemann theorem, provides a deep link between the rates of change of a function and its integrals in the complex plane. This has applications in physics, engineering, and number theory. Differential geometry. The concept of calculus were generalized to more abstract spaces. This gave birth to differential geometry, 
the study of curves, surfaces and manifolds using the techniques of calculus. This has found wide-ranging applications from the theory of relativity in physics to the study of shape and form in biology. Partial differential equations, PDEs. The development of calculus led to the formulation of differential equations involving multiple variables called partial differential equations. PDEs are fundamental to many fields of science and engineering, including quantum mechanics, fluid dynamics and electromagnetism. Calculus of variations. This branch of mathematics deals with maximising or minimising functionals, which are mappings from a set of functions to the real number. This theory is used to solve problems in fields such as physics, economics and engineering, where an outcome needs to be optimised. Stochastic calculus. This branch of mathematics operates on random variables and has been fundamental to the theory of financial mathematics and the pricing of options. Measure theory and Lebesgue integration. Henry Lebesgue extended the concept of integration in the early 20th century, measuring not just how far one moves along the x-axis, but also considering the y-values. This theory generalises the integral, making it possible to integrate a wider class of functions and improving the convergence properties of integrals. The development of calculus over the centuries reflects the ongoing quest to understand change in motion, space and time, quantity and rate. Its principles continue to be refined, its applications continue to expand, and its profound influence on our understanding of the world continues to grow. Indeed, from its invention in the late 17th century to the present day, calculus has proven to be a fundamental language of the physical universe and a cornerstone of theoretical thought. Application. So at its heart, calculus is a branch of mathematics that deals with rates of change and accumulation of quantities. It's built on two fundamental concepts, differentiation and integration, which are two sides of the same coin, linked by the fundamental theorem of calculus. Differentiation is about finding rates of change and slopes of curves. Imagine you're driving a car. Your speed at any moment is the rate of change of your position. Calculus gives us a way to calculate this rate of change precisely. If you graph your journey with distance on one axis and time on the other, your speed at any given moment would be the slope of the tangent line to the curve at that point. Calculating this slope is what differentiation is all about. In mathematical terms, the derivative of a function at a certain point is the slope of the line tangent to the function at this point. Integration, on the other hand, is about accumulation and areas under curves. Continuing with the car journey example, if you wanted to find out the total distance you've travelled over a certain time interval, you'd need to add up all the little bits of distance you covered in each tiny bit of time during that interval. That's essentially what integration does. Graphically, if you've plotted speed on one axis and time on the other, the total distance travelled over an interval would correspond to the area under the curve for that interval. The integral of a function over an interval is the net area under the curve of the function between the endpoints of the interval. The fundamental theorem of calculus links differentiation and integration, 
showing that they are essentially inverse processes. It states that integration of a function followed by differentiation, or vice versa, returns the original function, provided the function satisfies certain conditions. Calculus has wide-ranging applications in numerous fields of science and mathematics. It's used in physics to describe motion and waves, in engineering to design and optimize systems, in economics to model and analyze markets, in biology to understand population dynamics, in computer graphics to create realistic animations and much more. It's a fundamental tool in modern science and engineering, underpinning many of the technological, economic and social aspects of modern life. While calculus might seem like a topic reserved for mathematicians and scientists, it's actually used in many ways in our everyday lives. Here are some examples. Technology and computers. Calculus is fundamental to the algorithms that power many of the technologies we use every day. For example, when you use a GPS, it uses calculus to determine the shortest route between two locations. Similarly, image processing software, such as those used for digital photography or computer graphics, use calculus to transform images. Weather prediction. Calculus is at the heart of predicting the weather. Meteorologists use calculus-based mathematical models to predict future weather by analysing change in weather patterns over time. Economics and finance. Calculus is used in economics and finance to model and predict economic phenomena. It helps economists understand rates of change in markets and the likely impact of different economic policies. In finance, it's used to model and predict the behaviour of financial markets and to calculate the price of financial derivatives. Medicine and health. Doctors and medical researchers use calculus in a variety of ways. For example, it is used in modelling the growth of diseases or calculating the optimal dosage of drugs. Architecture and engineering. Architects and engineers use calculus for a number of reasons. For example, it can help determine the structural integrity of a building, optimise the use of materials or predict how water will flow through a plumbing system. Statistics and data analysis. In statistics, Calculus is used for a range of tasks, such as calculating probabilities and determining trends in data. It's at the core of machine learning and data analysis, which are widely used in everything from scientific research to marketing and social media. The journey from intuitive understanding to mathematical proof is a profound and fascinating aspect of the human endeavour to comprehend the world. Many mathematical truths may seem obvious at first, arising from patterns we perceive or the practical problem-solving needs of everyday life. Yet, establishing these truths formally, that is, proving them mathematically, can be a complex and intricate task. Human intuition is a powerful tool. It helps us recognise patterns, make predictions and navigate the world. We intuitively understand, for example, that if you have two apples and you add two more, you will end up with four apples. Yet proving this fact rigorously within the formal structure of mathematics requires a robust system of definitions, axioms and logical deductions. Essentially, the foundations of arithmetic. Calculus too arose from intuitive ideas about motion, area and rates of change.
The concept that an object in motion has a certain speed at any given instant, or that the area under a curve could be computed by dividing it into infinitesimally small thin slices and summing them up seems inherently sensible. Yet the rigorous mathematical formulation of these ideas, creating the concepts of limit, derivative and integral, was a significant challenge that took centuries to fully develop. This challenge arises from the nature of mathematical proof. Unlike intuition, which can be subjective and susceptible to cognitive biases, mathematical proof demands rigorous logic, precise definitions and universal applicability. It must stand up to scrutiny and be immune to counterexamples. Often, this requires navigating complex abstract spaces and grappling with ideas that transcend our everyday experiences and intuitive understanding. Another aspect is that intuition often operates in the realm of the finite and the concrete, while many mathematical concepts extend to the infinite and the abstract. Consider the concept of infinity. We might have an intuitive understanding of it as an extremely large number, but in mathematics, infinity has a very specific, nuanced and somewhat counterintuitive meaning. Proving something mathematically often involves thinking beyond intuition, venturing into the realm of the abstract and grappling with concepts that at first may seem paradoxical or counterintuitive. This process can be demanding and challenging, but it's also what makes mathematical an elegant tool for understanding the world. At the same time, the interplay between intuition and formal proof is a vital part of the progress of mathematics. Intuition often guides the discovery of new mathematical truths, while the process of formal proof ensures their validity and explores their full implications. This dynamic interplay is part of what makes mathematics both deeply challenging and profoundly rewarding. So what is the future of calculus? Quantum computing and quantum information theory. Quantum mechanics defies many aspects of our classical intuition, yet it might hold the key to a new generation of computing in information processing technologies. Mathematics guided by developing intuition about the quantum world will be crucial in formalising these new theories and realising their practical applications. Artificial intelligence and machine learning. Intuition about learning and cognition is guiding the development of new mathematical models and algorithms in AI and machine learning. As we strive to create machines that can learn from experience, recognise patterns and make decisions, our intuitive understanding of these processes is constantly shaping the mathematics we use to build and understand these systems. Complex systems and network theory our world is increasingly recognised as a complex web of interconnected systems, from social networks to ecosystems to the neurons in our brain. Intuition about these networks and their behaviour is driving the development of new mathematical tools to understand, predict and influence their behaviour. Mathematical biology. As we gain more insight into the complexity of biological systems, from the interplay of various species in an ecosystem, to the intricate machinery of a cell, intuition is guiding the development of new mathematical models to understand these systems and solve biological problems. Data science and big science. In the era of big data, our intuition about trends, patterns, 
and correlations in large data sets is helping to develop new mathematical techniques for extracting meaningful information from these data sets. Bitcoin, as the pioneering cryptocurrency, has instigated a radical shift in the way we think about money and financial transactions. The underlying technology of Bitcoin, blockchain, is a complex system that leverages several areas of mathematics, from cryptography to probability theory. From the perspective of calculus and mathematical modelling, there are several potential directions for research and exploration related to Bitcoin and other cryptocurrencies. Here are a few. Market dynamics and financial modelling. Bitcoin and other cryptocurrencies are traded on markets just like other assets. The price of Bitcoin fluctuates based on supply and demand dynamics, investor sentiment, regulatory changes and other factors. Calculus, particularly differential equations and stochastic calculus, can be used to model these dynamics and predict future price movements. This could involve modelling the behaviour of traders, the impact of news events or the dynamics of the overall cryptocurrency markets. Financial derivatives based on Bitcoin and other cryptocurrencies can also be priced using techniques from calculus. Network analysis and optimization. The Bitcoin network is a complex system of nodes, participants, connected via the internet. Understanding and optimizing this network involves graph theory and network analysis, but also dynamical systems and optimization theory, which are heavily based on calculus. For example, one could use these techniques to study the propagation of transactions through the network or to optimize mining strategies. Cryptography and security. Bitcoin security relies on cryptographic algorithms, which are rooted in number theory and algebra. While this doesn't directly involve calculus, the broader field of mathematical analysis, which includes calculus, provides many tools used in cryptography. For instance, understanding the behaviour of cryptographic hash functions or elliptic curves over finite fields often involves techniques from complex analysis or differential geometry. In conclusion, calculus since its co-inception by Isaac Newton and Gottfried Wilhelm Leibniz in the 17th century has continued to be an essential tool that has driven the understanding and development of our world in countless ways. From the physical sciences to engineering, from economics to computer science, calculus forms the mathematical backbone that has allowed humanity to shape and understand the world in precise and profound ways. Calculus is an invention rooted in our observations and intuitive understanding of the natural world, a manifestation of the desire to explain and predict phenomena that change continuously. The journey from intuitive grasps to rigorous mathematical proofs is, in itself, a testament to the beauty and complexity of mathematical discovery. It is this interplay of intuition and formal proof that keeps pushing the boundaries of mathematics, continually expanding our ability to comprehend the world around us and even the universe beyond. In everyday life, the fingerprints of calculus are everywhere, though often unseen. They're in the engineering of the structures we inhibit, the technology we use, the economic systems we participate in, the medical technologies that diagnose and cure us, even in the graphics and the video games we play. As we move into the future, calculus will continue to play a pivotal role. The challenges that humanity faced in the 21st century, 
such as developing artificial intelligence or unlocking the mysteries of quantum mechanics, will all require calculus in some form. In the world of finance and economics, calculus is already being used in the analysis and prediction of market behaviour. In the realm of cryptocurrencies like Bitcoin, the potential of applying calculus and other mathematical tools for optimization, network analysis, cryptography and environmental impact modelling is vast. While there's no way to predict exactly where the future of calculus will take us, one thing is certain. Wherever there are problems to solve, wherever there are changes and dynamics to understand, calculus will continue to be a vital tool providing the language we need to capture the complexity of the world in elegant mathematical form. As we continue to explore the frontiers of science, technology and understanding calculus will undoubtedly remain an invaluable companion on this journey. For all of these reasons, calculus is listed at number 49 on my list of the greatest inventions of all time.